0: Hey, it's Luke at Hip, and if you've been listening to the Grow Ortho podcast maybe for weeks, months, or in some cases years, you know that we typically interview an industry expert, whether it be someone working in the office or a consultant, uh, or just a strategic partner for orthodontists. Well, we're going to change things up just a bit, and this year we've actually released four books, and so we're going to release every audiobook, basically a chapter for each episode. Listen, enjoy, and let us know what you find valuable and implement and what works well in your office. Thanks so much for supporting HIP. And we hope you enjoy all these episodes on the Practice Growth series. Chapter 4 Manifesting Your Brand and Culture Through Marketing. In this day and age, we are surrounded by companies that provide similar product offerings and services. If I want a coffee, there are dozens of coffee shops in my neighborhood I could walk into to get one. If I want a pair of shoes, there are hundreds of retailers I could visit either in-store or online to buy a new pair. But let's be honest. You don't want to pick between dozens of coffee shops and hundreds of retailers. Because it's hard having so many options. How do you know which one you'll like? Ultimately, you will gravitate toward the company whose brand and culture are the strongest. So when you want a coffee, you might automatically think of a Starbucks latte. Or when you want a new pair of shoes, a fresh pair of Nike's may fulfill that desire. Your brand has to be so strong that when people think of getting orthodontic treatment, they think of you first. What's the difference between your brand and culture? Your brand and culture are the pinnacles of your success as a profitable business. Some businesses put so much emphasis on the products and services they provide, but then neglect to sell people on who they are as a company, what their values are, what they believe in, the type of people they want working for them, the types of behaviors and personalities they want interacting with the world. Your brand is a perception, and that perception is associated with visual images that help bring it to life. It's the logo affiliated with your name. It's the products and services that come to mind when they see your logo. It's how people feel when they think about your products and services. It's all of these little details that people see that allow them to automatically know it's you and in turn, feel positively about that. Your culture on the other hand, is your core values brought to life by your employees and delivered to your patients to create a positive experience. You can't have a successful brand if you don't have a successful culture. The two go hand in hand. You need a strong office culture with happy employees, which create happy patients and leaves you with a positive brand name. To achieve that, you need to be a CEO with a clear vision and strong core values. Have a COO who believes in those values and develop a leadership team to enable your employees to bring them to the forefront. Each of these individuals must consistently ensure that your brand is reflected in your culture so the rest of the world knows what you stand for. What does it look like? A small practice averaging 1.2 in production has the standard run-of-the-mill approach to marketing. They probably have a couple of dentists referring patients to their office or they're sponsoring one or two schools. They most likely run print or digital ads now and then, and have a mediocre website that outlines brief information about their practice's location and services. The problem with this marketing approach is it's not strategic enough to make it work like a well-oiled machine. These practices are not using the potential that marketing can do for them, and it's ultimately preventing their growth. You don't want to be one of these practices, so you decide to invest in the proper marketing service to create brand awareness in your community. Let's say you did a bunch of things to get it started. You put out your digital marketing ads, rented billboards in your community, improved your website, and even hired a marketing director and a marketing community outreach coordinator to perform your internal marketing and community outreach. Your coordinator starts interacting with dental practices in the community by donating gift baskets with your logo and informing them that your practice is accepting new patients at your office down the road. Dentists instantly buy into her elevator pitch and start referring your practice to their patients who are candidates for orthodontic treatment. Amazing! You just got a bunch of warm prospective patients referred because of an amazing effort to get your brand out there. But then your COO notices that a few prospective patients referred from the dental clinic came in for consultations and never ended up starting treatment. He asks your treatment coordinator why they never started. To which she shakes her head and replies, I'm not sure. He decides to dig a little deeper and look at your Google reviews. You notice some of the latest reviews are pretty negative. Too pushy, I came in for a consultation and they kept convincing me to start that same day when I wasn't ready to. Won't be coming back. Didn't feel very welcomed when I came in. Staff didn't seem prepared and could barely answer my questions. When I was in the waiting room, I heard the front desk people talking badly about some of their patients. I could overhear their entire conversation. Not impressed and will not be returning. Extremely infuriated, he informs your office manager who manages the front desk and scheduling team about these reviews. She's not sure what to say, only that she will try to talk to the team to understand what happened. Three prospective patients that could have started, chose not to, because of the horrible service they received from your team. They're probably not very thrilled with the dentist who referred them, and they're going to tell everyone they know about the horrible experience they had. What's the message here? While marketing and community outreach are essential, they're not serving you if you can't even nail down the fundamentals of exuding a positive culture in your workplace. No amount of gift baskets, donuts, or sponsorships will save you. Your brand can only shine if it has the culture to back it up that begins with excellent customer service. Buncher team consistently thrives in that area and makes the patient experience a memorable one, then you can feel confident putting your name and logo out there and jumpstarting your community outreach. To learn how to get started and eventually master your community outreach, watch the interview with Lori Harris, Community Outreach Coordinator at Fishbine Orthodontics. You can find the interview at hip.agency forward the scalable practice. The face of your practice, marketing your brand and logo. Your logo is the simple visual people will remember you by. Think of all the brands you currently love. Does their logo automatically come to mind when you think of them? You could probably recall 80% of them right now. When designing your logo, you should ensure it's smart, memorable, and representative of your practice. Take Fishbein Orthodontics, for example. Dr. Fishbein used his name to his advantage and made his logo a fish named Chompers. Chompers even has braces. He even went further and personified Chompers, making him the mascot during their events. When Dr. Fishbein promotes his practice, what people constantly see is Chompers, the fish. The Fishbein Orthodontics brand is now everywhere in their community, on T-shirts, in the Humane Society, during bridal events, and on boxes of donuts. He's the smile provider for their local baseball stadium, the Pensacola Wahoos, and the minor league hockey team, the Pensacola Ice Flyers. He's infiltrated all the schools, created a nonprofit organization to give away free smiles to bullied kids, has billboards all over town, and has been the topic of local news on multiple occasions. Everywhere you go in town, you see the fish of Fishbine Orthodontics. When people think about getting orthodontic treatment in that area, they immediately think and go to Fishbine. That's the power your brand and logo can have. Only some people can do this. Dr. Fishbine went into significant debt to put his name and logo out there to the extent he did. He took his branding to the next level because he knew he would reap the benefits of it afterward. Dr. Fishbine has been in business for almost 10 years, and his journey is a notable one. It wasn't easy but he had a vision and a plan to execute it. He was in it for the mission. He could only achieve his massive level of success because he had a strong foundation, a positive work culture, and a team who continuously bought into his vision. Fishbind's director of marketing, Eliza Ray, spoke to me about the importance of marketing the brand through multiple channels and explained why it's necessary to take on smart debt. If you're trying to grow your practice, the biggest mistakes some orthodontists make is not spending money on marketing. If you want to make money, you have to spend money. That's the only way you're going to grow. The thing that we did was not say no. If we were approached to do an event or a campaign, we automatically said we would try it. Why not? If it comes back negative, we won't do it next time. If it comes back positive, we'll put more money into it to make it better going forward. It took a bit of back and forth. We made some mistakes. We did an expensive commercial for the local movie theater, which didn't work out so well. Ha ha. We learned our lesson a few times the hard way, but it will always make up for itself in the end, if not tenfold. To listen to the full interview with Eliza, visit hip.agency forward slash the scalable practice. Only some have the means to do this when they first start off, or even years down the road. You have to first focus on the fundamentals of strengthening your brand and culture internally through your patient experience, and then slowly work towards showcasing them to the rest of the world. Dr. Kristen Connect from Connect Orthodontics is a prime example of this. We started working with her about two years ago when she had just graduated and opened up her practice. From the get-go, she did everything the right way. She created a great brand, perfected her website, nailed the customer experience and scaled her marketing she and her team started going to events in the community and increased their digital marketing by working with hip dr connect used a similar approach as dr fishbein but on a smaller scale she's not going into as much debt to do it and is experiencing growth a little slower but she's still growing 10 times faster than most orthodontic practices it all begins with a budget You have to know how much smart debt you can take on if you plan to hire people to fulfill your internal and external marketing and community outreach within your practice. You can't just spend, spend, and spend beyond your means. So I've outlined a list of steps for your marketing team, alongside the COO, to implement so they understand where to start and how to stay on track. Step one create a budget to work within. Step two make a spreadsheet start to map out everything and add it up step three make a calendar with all of the activities step four execute step five measure this is Fishbine orthodontics internal marketing and outreach calendar there's nothing like a gigantic color-coded calendar in your staff room to keep your team organized and on track here's a photo of a large whiteboard on an office wall It has daily calendars for each month of the year from May 2020 through April 2021. Different types of events are filled out with different colored markers. To see a photo of the calendar, visit hip.agency forward slash a scalable practice. Let's hear from the experts. I interviewed CEOs and COOs we currently partner with to conduct research for this book, wanting to understand their steps to improve their brand and culture. Here's what they had to say. Dr. Despot, how did you develop your brand? And how was that reflected in your locations? We just looked at who we were as a team. We knew we were fun, family-oriented, and flexible. We knew we only wanted positive vibes. One of our sayings is, straight teeth and positive vibes. That's what our brand is. You can't come up with a brand that's not you, or people will see straight through that. You can only fake it for so long before the truth comes out. It's best just to be yourself and run with that. In our locations, the music's pumping every day and it's bright and inviting. We're always joking around and laughing and we spend a little extra time chatting with the patients. It's too frequent that you go somewhere and no one talks to you or even calls you by your first name. There's no interaction or human touch. We didn't want that, so we're heavy on the interactions. We ask folks how their days are going and what's new in their lives. That's how I want people to remember us. Dr. Fishbein, what's the secret to having a good workplace culture? There's no secret to it. When your team members are happy, you can feel it. They're happy for a reason. They can't fake happiness when working with people for eight hours a day. You have to give your staff a reason to show up to work every day. Whether through incentives like bonuses or promotions to reward their hard work, or just having a great group of people they enjoy being around daily. You can't magically have a positive work culture if you don't have positive employees. You can feel that energy when you walk into any business. When the culture isn't good, you can see the employees don't want to be there. Janet, how have you developed a healthy culture within your team? When we're hiring, we love warm referrals. If you know someone that wants to work with us, we welcome them to come to join us and be a part of our team. We like using that approach because our team knows our core values and the types of personalities we welcome at our office. If they have friends who believe in and embody those values, we feel more comfortable corresponding with them first before we look externally. We also try to incentivize the team, so there are team bonuses and outings that we do after work or on the weekends to let loose. For example, we have an upcoming staff appreciation night at the race stadium, and we rented the bullpen box. We have our vision and core values that we try to adhere to every day, so we continuously strive to maintain that culture. Seeing that helps them understand who Dr. McDowell, All Smiles CEO, is and how he wants to be represented in the community. Amanda, what makes your office culture different? Part of it is because we have an awesome CEO, Dr. Fishbein, who's super laid back, loves music and is open to all our ideas for the office. The other part is we are focused on the patient experience. Our staff is always smiling, and if one of them is having a bad day, I just let them go home. We're always overstaffed, so I don't want anyone to work if they're not feeling it that day. Our office has a relaxed at-home vibe, like you're visiting somebody's house for coffee. It's far from commercial looking and differs from traditional orthodontic practices. We have a wall that has every single patient's photo on it. We have photo shoots about once a quarter for patients that are coming out of treatment, and we've recently started implementing people that are still in treatment, which is kind of fun for them. We have dipping Dots, drinks, and other snacks at every location for whoever wants them. The music is fast and upbeat to get everyone pumped for the day. The patients love it, the parents love it, and the team loves it. What more could you want? We just want to make everyone happy and enjoy being here. It's all about your people. It's easy to notice that the common theme in each of the responses you've just read is to have the right people in place to promote the culture you envision for your practice. Without the right people in the right seats, you'll never achieve a positive culture and a strong brand. You must put 100% of your efforts into finding the right people who believe in your vision and core values and maintaining standards by consistently training, coaching, and rewarding those valuable team players. In the next chapter, we'll discuss how you can find the right talent, fill the right seats, and create a positive candidate and employee experience to amplify your practice's brand and culture.